permanent deacon talking advent week one. Let the spirit come down. Let the spirit come down. Let the spirit come down on me to change my life around. Hello, welcome. Welcome to the new year, beginning with Advent. Our first reading is from Jeremiah, who will make a virtuous branch grow for David. The second reading is from the first letter to the Thessalonians. May the Lord confirm your hearts in holiness when Christ comes. And the Gospel is our first reading from Luke for this year, and it's telling us to stay awake. So let's listen carefully now to our opening prayer from Father Don. Mysterious God, God of love, whose embrace through faith we know to be real, but through experience we do not always sense, and yet truly we know you are with us. As you revealed yourself to Moses at the bush as the one who is, so likewise you revealed to the people of Israel that you are the one who is with us, Immanuel, manifest especially in the life of Jesus, the one who conveys your love for all peoples. Help us, Lord, to know your love, to trust in that love, and to be channels of that love and peace for others. Keep us faithful to the mission with which you've entrusted us. We give you thanks and praise forever and ever. Amen. As you begin to think about Christmas, have you ever considered who decides what this preparation time should consist of? Sky TV, BBC and ITV compete to tell us how wonderful will be the season if we spend it with them. Advertising people urge us to make several trips to the supermarket or buy a new sofa or bed which will be delivered for Christmas. Holiday companies tell us that a five-day spree in Lapland would be just the right way to prepare for the best time of ever. We all have good things to prefer for and usually have set routines and customs to mark the celebration of Christmas in the best way we can. In the end, we're free to choose how that will be done. However, there is the end of a poem by Graham Knox as food for thought. And when the nation has finished celebrating Christmas without Christ, a birthday without a birth, 
the coming of a kingdom without a king. And when I am forgotten, despised, rejected, crucified, behold, I stand at the door and knock. This poem, like the liturgical season of Advent, is trying to make the point that preparation should be about Christ coming into our present lives and needs. There is urgency in today's Gospel not to leave things too late before we start thinking about the real meaning of Christmas. Something so wonderful, beyond real understanding, happened 2,000 years ago, yet Jesus still has to stand knocking and waiting. He wants the door to be opened and not closed, because we've gone back to the cares of this world instead of keeping watch. In Advent, we're asked to be ready again for the most tremendous event in the history of humanity. Jesus tells his disciples to keep focused on the kingdom of God, to stay awake. Last week was the feast of Christ the King, and we heard how Pilate and the chief priest would not recognise Jesus as King. The week before that, we were reminded of the great theme of his future advent, when God's plan for our salvation reaches its fullness. Today, all are urged to be careful to not let hearts be tempted away from the liberating effect of God's presence. Luke is also reminding the persecuted Christians to remain loyal and not let themselves be distracted from the kingdom expectations. We are all urged to stay awake to the possibility of the Son of Man returning at any time to fully establish the complete reign of God. Almost 20 years ago, on Christmas Eve, Pope John Paul II used a silver hammer to open the bricked-up holy door in St. Peter's Basilica. He opened the door as a sign of the importance of the holy year 2000. Twenty centuries had passed since the birth of Christ. The Holy Door was opened again in 2016 by Pope Francis to start the Year of Mercy, and it will be opened again in 2025. Each time it is meant as a sign of Jesus wanting to let him in. The entrance into life with God can only be through him. How can we stay awake? and wait in readiness for Jesus. The task of preparation involves an alert expectation and an eager excitement to be in the presence of God. What better way to prepare for Christmas than to select some of the Advent prayers used each Sunday at Mass to say or listen to again during the week, to try and stop in the middle of all the Christmas rush Turn off the adverts, sit in silence and stillness, to ponder upon the great gift freely offered to each and everyone, to listen for the knock on the door and rush to open our hearts to the greatest light of Christmas.
Which fell waits for him.